0: Lord's changed my direction, so Him for that. Turn to the book of Hosea. We'll read one verse probably there. We've had that thought kind of on our heart today. Uh, so I, I appreciate her for bringing that. I think it will tie with what the Lord's given us, and then we'll uh, give it all to the Lord and, and go home. 10th <clears throat> chapter of the book of Hosea, verse 12. Hosea, verse 12, chapter 10. We have had some amazing services here at this church lately. God has been good, and His Spirit has been poured out in abundance. Uh, the Scripture speaks of the rain of righteousness upon you, and I believe some of that has occurred. Um, verse verse 12 is a is a pretty good verse. It says a lot of good things. right in the middle of it, though. It has a bit of a, a warning. Thank you. It says, Hosea chapter 10, verse 12, sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy, and break up your fallow ground. Now, listen to this for it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. I'd like to preach just for a minute, if I could, uh, on that scripture. Sow to yourselves. In righteousness. Now I believe that good living uh, and free of sin is important in this world. Now I'm not going to say that you're ever going to get to the place where you can live uh, without sin in your life, but you ought to strive Amen. Uh, Amen. to live in that fashion. Not Amen. only, listen, ought you to strive to live without sin. Listen, when you do sin, you need to confess it to the Lord. Amen. Now I'm on just I'm just going to preach what the Lord put on my heart Preak sitting right heart. over there. They saw my Bible was turned to a different place uh, when I sat down there, and he changed my mind, so I'm just going to preach what he would have me to preach. You can't just sort of, kind of halfway, confess your faults to him. Amen. Now, I want y'all to stay with me just for a minute. Uh, this little blanket prayer, uh, Lord, forgive me of my faults, Lord, forgive me of my sins, that don't cut it. Amen. You need to get specific with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Now, now I, I, this, w- they're going to be some good here, so you just hang on with me, but we've got to understand that if we don't do that, if we allow those things just to lay around there and just build up over time, what you're going to have is what the scripture describes, and that's Fallow ground, amen? Now, fallow ground is ground that once was fertile, but now it is not. It's got a hard break break, uh, crust on the top. It's hardened. And that comes, listen, from layers of things piling up on top of it. If we have sin in our lives, what happens is, is what was fertile once before has gotten built up with things of this world and built up with things until we're not fertile anymore, we can't do anything good. Amen. So the Bible here says, sow to yourselves in righteousness. So I want to tell you something else. You can't just say, I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> Amen. 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 Yeah. That don't work real well. Ask ask somebody, you know, that's uh, smoke cigarettes. For, you know, 30, 40 years. Ask them how easy it is to lay it down. Mm-hmm. You, you can't just say, I'm going to lay it down. Now, I, I'm not saying good Lord can't give you a miracle. I know he has. He does. Amen. Yeah. But nine times out of 10, that's not the way things work. Amen. A lot of times you're going to have to do something else about it. So it says, sow unto yourselves in righteousness. So if if you got sin in your life. And you just keep trying to live better, you're just gonna keep going back to who you was before. But if instead you'll go to the Lord and turn to him and sow in his righteousness, it'll force that stuff out. Amen. 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 What I'm saying is, is you can't take something out without replacing it with something, something else. else. Amen, that's good. Yeah. Amen, and so we'll take on things uh, that we don't need. I- I've seen people go from one bad habit to another bad habit. Yeah, yeah you know, they'll just jump right on. They'll, that What did they do? They had to have something to fill that void, and so they went to this thing. The Bible tells us pretty clear here that we're to sow goodness, amen, in him. It says sow in his righteousness. Then it says, listen, then you can reap in mercy. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, so I will tell you, I, I come to this this verse with this thought in mind. Lord, you've been really good to us. Lord, you have been so good to us. Yeah. But now the question I ask is, to what good does it do? Mm-hmm. Now, y'all stay with me. Mm-hmm. I ain't asking you to get quiet. I ain't asking you not to shout. and yeah. Get stirred up and mind the Lord. I want you to. But I want to know this evening to what cause is that good for? Amen. Now, I tell you what it does for me. Amen. It gets me excited. I'm gonna tell you there's some good things. I'm gonna tell you some good things. It gets me excited. Amen. Uh when when, when one of these young men gets fired up, Brother Mike gets fired up, or, or one of you gentlemen began to testify, or one of you ladies sing and praise the Lord. And, tear begins to flow down it gets me excited amen. it, it amen. speaks in my heart and the spirit stirs inside of me yes. and, and and i i just want to join in with you i just gonna be honest i i just want to get what you got and i want amen. some of it amen. amen and so i get excited about it i think it does that good i think it does this some good i i think it lets the world know that we're not ashamed of jesus christ yeah. i believe anybody comes house say the services y'all have y'all ain't like a bunch of crazy people <laughs> they must be something to that amen yeah, yeah. i believe it, it i believe it uh, lets the world know that there's something real about who yeah, he right, is right, amen right, right. and he's worth he's worth all of our praise yes. amen i think all that's good i think it does some things to stir in people's hearts i I, I think some of you uh, may sit there and think uh, uh, Mason kind of, he talked about this a little bit about like, hey, I didn't get what they were getting and maybe may make you want it. Amen? Maybe yeah. maybe stirring you up something that hadn't been there before. Maybe make you desire yeah. to, to yeah. feel that spirit moving in you. And so I think there's some good things you can do inside the church house. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I, I think uh, that it can help us to grow closer together in him. I, I, I think there's a lot of good things that come out of it. But I also think that there's some dangerous points there. Y'all stay with me just for a moment. I said, preacher, how in the world could there be some dangerous things? We've been having unbelievable services. Well, we can begin to rely on just those things. Mm -hmm. And begin to expect that that's what it is and that's all it is. Mm -hmm. And then we don't go anywhere else. I tell you, I had a thought, I thought. What is your expectation of who God is? You have one. You, you, have, a, you have a depiction of what you believe God is. Now, you may think I, he's big, he's mighty, or you may have some words out there that cannot be described, but you have in your mind an idea of who you think God is. But now, let me ask you a question. What happens when he's beyond that? So if we're having the same old services every time, what if he desires more than that? Are y'all with me? So I begin to ask myself this question. Lord, I'm so excited about the direction of the church. And if you get my little paper... Somebody's got my old paper right there. You're gonna say, "I know that's the pastor's," because all it talks about is direction and vision, and 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 because that's all I'm desiring for him. I, listen, I know he's capable of handling the little things, and Brian, honestly, of all those things, is a very small thing. But what he does with this to me is big. It's bigger than us, brother Mike. Uh, lives that he could change, that he could set on fire, is bigger than any one of us. us. Amen. Amen. A revival that could start in you and me and spread across this land because of His Spirit. Listen, that's bigger than you or me. Listen, His presence could rest in this building and it wouldn't matter what we preach. People would fall down and get saved because the Holy Spirit would overwhelm their souls. That's bigger than any of us. Amen. 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 So I desire, listen, I desire to know His direction and His will. Amen. Amen. I desire that. I desire, uh, Brother Mike, for that that we have, that fervor and that desire to become more. Yeah. Yeah. Are y'all with me? Yeah. To become more. Right. Oh, we've been having good services. Well, praise the Lord. That didn't have nothing to do with you except you was obedient. That's that's, that's your biggest part. The Spirit was all, what next, church? Hey, man, that's good. I mean, I'm, I'm serious. I want to see those, the power of God uh, just so strong. When when Sharon gets up here and hits the piano keys, the Spirit shakes everybody and just knocks them Amen. out. Amen, brother. Y'all think I'm out of my yeah, mind. Yeah, I man. believe His Spirit can rest on this place, uh, Brother Mason mentioned, so that they can't even come in the doors. Yeah. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's what He's capable of. Yeah, that's right. The Bible says, sow to yourselves in righteousness and reap in mercy. There is something for us to gain from the work that's being done. Yeah. There's people that need to be saved. And I mean, I'm talking about right out these doors. Right now, there are people in their homes. And I'm like, Lord, send a spirit down their way and convict their hearts that they might be saved. Yeah. Yeah. There's something that needs to happen. We need to be reaping in his mercy. Amen. So the scripture says then, break up your fallow ground. That's a that's a command. Mm-hmm. Look, look, the next part says, for it is time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Listen, here's, here's why. Here's why we're breaking up the ground. Because it's time. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Amen. Amen. Listen to me. <laughs> it's time yeah. for the church to rise up yeah. and be the church that he has. Amen. What kind it's of bride does he have? Not some pitiful bride. Not some dead church. Yeah, Hallelujah. It's an alive church. Amen. Yeah, hey, man, it's time that, that, that we arise in him. Listen, it's time to break up some fallow ground. So so I want to say something to you real quickly here. And then I'm going I'm to close. I'm not going to read another scripture. I'm not going to go any further. I'm going to be very quick here. If there are things in your life that stand in your way of living in righteousness, you need to break it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm just going to hit you right with it just right there let it hit you hard and listen and listen when the spirit hits you with it don't shirk away from it don't try to hide it he knows it anyway That's listen right. you're saying oh preacher I, 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 don't, I don't it don't make me feel good I don't like it. listen it is time to seek the Lord And you cannot seek him if you have things in your life that are standing in the way. It's time to break that up. Listen, you was fruitful once before. You can be fruitful once again. It's still there. You just got to get that soil and just tear it up a little bit. You just got to get that uh, hoe in there and begin to grind a little bit. And listen, it may not be easy. It may hurt a little bit. But I'm telling you, when you get it all broken up, then you can seek the Lord. That's right. You can get a hold of what he has for you. Now, I'm going to give you something here. And and, and I believe this is from the Lord. I I really do. Uh, I had no idea what Sister Lori was going to do. But this was the thought that was on my mind today in that we've been seeking God. It actually come after Levi sent that message and I began to just talk to the Lord. I just was talking to the Lord and... And he he began to, I believe, speak into my heart this thing. He said, Boy, it's good to pray. It's good to pray. It's good to be ready. What do you pray for? hmm 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 See, so Levi sent the message, says, Are you ready? And I said, Okay. Am I ready? Felt well, ready. hmm But I, I want to make sure I was ready. Yeah. You know, I I I want to be so I started talking, look, Lord. Well, whatever it is, whatever needs to happen, you whatever you want, or what was it going to be? What do you need me to do, Lord? Is there anything that I need to clean up? Is there, are we, me and you straight Come and on. Show man. it to me, Lord, if there's something there that I'm missing out. I and I'm sitting, and I begin to talk to him. And as I was talking to him, I was just, I was just go this way and that way. And it seemed like he got me over this direction for a minute. And he got me over here. And then he he stopped me. And he said, but what are you concerned about? And so, Lori passed those things that time about praying for one another. And here's the word. Here's the word the Lord give me. It's driving down the road today. What is your burden? So Sunday night we preached on burdens and carrying burdens and carrying burdens together. Yeah, Sunday night it was, and and, and that was good. And that, all that was great, except this thought really got a hold of me. There used to be a time, listen, when when uh, uh, mamas would would cry out their children's names yes. talking to the Lord. There used to be times when the old preacher would get on the backside of the 40 at an old rock and he'd cry out to God and, and his prayers echoed through that hollow. But, but it wasn't just them. They used to be people that cared about their neighbors. That's right. That's right. Was concerned mm-hmm. whether or not they was going to heaven. That's right, brother. We don't even know their names. Yeah, that's right. Amen. How can we call on their names before an almighty God and ask, where is the burden of the church, mm-hmm. yeah. where's the burden of that's the church? Just, we've gotten listen, we've gotten used to people not being saved on this altar. That's right. The devil has got us so full of everything else. That's right. That's right. Think about it, Amen. Think, he's got, he's got everything else to take your mind. You ain't worried about it because you got something other plan, Amen. That's good. You say, well, preacher, it was a simpler time back then than it is today. I want you to know it's the same time. It's the same devil. He just is up to different tricks. But he's still got the same goal in mind. You want to hear something right now? He's still got the same burden that he had. Mm-hmm. the problem is is the church has let him take their burden away that's right amen i want you to know tonight it is our responsibility to share the burden of lost souls that's right. That's your job matter of fact it's the most important thing that we have do that's right that's right that's your job so i begin to think here as it said so to yourselves in righteousness well we could we can be good. I mean, amen. We got good people in this church, and I think they got good things going on. I think they got good hearts. I think that they're headed in the right direction. I believe that we're uh, reaping in mercy. I believe we got mercy on every side. People just forgiving one another. There's not aught against one another. But I ask the question: Is have we got some fallow ground in that we do not have a burden anymore? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is your burden? You know, he's actually given you a specific burden. And you might be the only one that has that burden. Don't you think about this a minute. Because it's easy for us to pass that off on somebody else. somebody else. Somebody else will take care of that. Somebody else will witness to them. Somebody else will go up to them in the grocery store and tell them that Jesus is real and that he's coming back. Somebody else will do that. Yeah. Somebody else will take care of it. Mm -hmm. Church ain't nobody else taking care of it. Mm -hmm. You heard what Brother Mike testified of. They turn and they turn their voices down and they whisper. That's right. Afraid to offend anybody. See, what he's done is he's made you think that the world doesn't want to hear what you have to say. That's right. He's he's made you think. Uh, that, 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 that they're out there and they don't want So you're over here being quiet, making you think everybody's standing against you. I want you to That's know right. something. You can go back through history over and over again, and you'll find that there are great revivals that happen. And every time a great revival happens, people flock to it like a moth to a flame. That's right. So, too. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's real truth. Because when real hope shows up on the scene. Yeah, family, come on. I about that earlier. <laughs> when real hope God, comes into man. the place yeah. his name is Jesus Christ he is the son of the living God Whoa. he did die on that rugged cross for your sins <laughs> and for my sins and when he shows up and he's loving and his mercy hey, people's man. lives are changed they want that hey, man. but the devil's got us convinced that's right brother. that they don't want to hear it that's right. but they're looking to every other thing to try to find peace and happiness Mhm. And everything the world offers them leaves them empty and unfulfilled. Yeah. I've never heard somebody that got Jesus and got him for real get up from an altar and say, oh, that was a mistake. That didn't do it. Praise <laughs> the Lord. They got filled up. Yeah. Bless you, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Church, it is time to seek the Lord. Amen. Listen now. Listen. <laughs> I'm going to close right here. Till he come and rain righteousness upon you. I believe we've been close. I believe we've seen things that people haven't seen in this church in years. Mm -hmm. I believe we have. Mm -hmm. Amen. I'll say this. If not in this building, it's been a long time since I've seen some of the things that I've seen here. And maybe not in the same fashion. What's going on? The Lord wants to do a mighty work. Yeah. Hey, we just, we just, y'all know what we done? We just broke the top layer of that ground up. Mm hmm. That's what we've done. Mm-hmm. We broke the top ground of that layer up. And we we got us. We started getting us right. Amen. And we just started tilling that ground a little bit. Right. And, and so the Lord says, well, I'm glad you finally got that hard crust away. Watch what I could do. <laughs> He's just been raining a little bit of righteousness. Hey, Are y'all with me? Right. Amen. Are y'all with me? But what I'm telling you is there's another road that we can go into. Amen. <laughs> and we can begin to meaningfully pray and seek God that others might find his salvation in their life. And we just begin to uh, pull a little bit of that ground away. And here's what's going to happen. The Lord's going to say, I was waiting for you to get to that road. I've got something special And He's going to begin to rain in it. And when he begins to rain in it, listen, I'm right. telling you, it's going to bring forth fruit. Amen, brother. That's We've good. got to get a burden. That's good. Now, let me say this to you. You can say to yourself. I'm going to get a burden. I'm gonna get a burden. you not know, gonna get a burden. The Lord's gonna to have to give you one. Mm-hmm. Listen to it So what I'm asking you is not to go try to create one. I want you to remove the fallow ground in your heart so that he can give you one. Yeah. Are y'all with me? Mm-hmm. Lord, till up in me, make my heart soft, so that you can lead me in the direction. Yeah. Listen, I'm telling you now, yeah. there's some working. Yeah. that can be done. They are. They some people yeah. we've been talking about getting yeah, saved yeah. for some time. Yeah. All right. So we, we give them an opportunity. This is how I feel about it. Uh, we've given them time and opportunity. They ain't here yet. Now I feel like the four men is gonna pick up the four corners of the bed and say, all right. Will get you to Jesus, amen. Amen. I want you to know what I believe right now. I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that he will not let them sleep at night. That the Spirit will wake them up from where they're at, and they'll find a Savior if we'll till the grave. Amen. The Bible says, because of your faith, this man. That's right. Sins are forgiven. Amen. That's powerful, God. Yes, it is. They used to be a burden. <coughs> A burden. That's why before revival, those old men would get out there and pray under them trees for for days at a time. That's why when they had these uh, massive tent revivals, people would get there weeks before and just walk across the ground and just pray, Lord, show up and do a miracle. Show up and, and do your work, and they'd go over and pray over the poles of the building and pray over the stage and climb. Listen, crawl up underneath that stage. And pray, yes, people have sought God because they had a burden in their heart to see him move. When we get burdened like that, God will do something about it. See, because that's exactly what we've been talking about. When you agree, I agree. Mm -hmm. In the Lord, he's going to hear. But it's going to be a burden on us. It's going to be something that we seek out and carry out. So Sister Lori's giving you a head start. She's giving you somebody to pray for. But I want to ask you, ask God, is there something else? Is it in me, Lord? Is there something in me? You ought to be burdened about your place. And, and you, ought, before you do anything else, you got to get you right. Amen. I've been praying for revival. I've been praying that God show up in revival. I, I don't even know yet. Uh, what all I'm going to preach, I'm just going to be real honest with you. I got I got more scriptures in my head than I can preach. I know that. Yeah. Uh, he's filled me up. I don't know what's going to happen with it, but he knows what's going to happen Amen. with it. But but listen to yeah. me. If we'll just get serious with him and get cleaned up, then he, we can have revival. Right. I mean, we, we can have real revival. Amen. And and I, I I've. I've been watching all these different things. I went back and looked at some of those. I read some documents about a revival that happened a long time ago, hundreds of years ago. And I, I thought, you know what? Mount Moriah is a good place for that to start again. Yeah. Now y'all saying, well you say that because you passed it. You say that because that makes us feel good. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no you, you need to know you need to know what Mount Moriah is. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what Mount Moriah means? Y'all been going to church here longer than I have. Did y'all know what Mount Moriah means? <laughs> Let me just tell you. I just want to with it. Praise the Lord. I'm going to run, man. <laughs> I got to sit there. He was talking about Abraham and Isaac. He said, Abraham said, Isaac, come on, son. We're yeah. we going up to that mountain to worship the Lord. Right. That mountain he was going up was a mountain named Mount Moriah. That's right. That's, <laughs> That's the right. mountain he's going to. Amen. Y'all stay with me. I ain't done yet. He's going up that mountain to do what? To sacrifice his son mm-hmm. so that he might worship God. That's right. Amen. Fast forward in the scriptures, and you'll find a man by the name of David. Mm-hmm. And David sent out a man and said to that man, Go number my armies. And God didn't tell them to do The story goes on. God says, why in the world did you number the armies? Why did you number the people? Mm-hmm. You say, well, I was that bad thing that he numbered the armies. The people. Well, here's why it's was a bad thing. Because he was relying on his strength. Yeah, right. And he wasn't relying on God's that's strength. Right. Amen. Right. I mean, God didn't need 10,000 people. He didn't need two, three. It didn't matter to God. Right? And so David realized he had made a, a huge error. He had made a giant mistake, and so, and so God says, "I'm going to bring a plague on your people." And so this plague begins to come, and people begin to die, and and the prophet goes to him, and David says, "I have thoroughly sinned against God. What must I do to make this thing stop?" And he says, "You're going to have to make a sacrifice." Mm-hmm. And so he goes to this man's, and he's got this threshing floor, and he's got these vineyards and stuff, and he goes to this piece of property. This is. This is the place. And the man's standing there, and David shows up and says, I need this place. I've got to build an altar here. And the man says, it's yours. And David says, oh, no, 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 no. I will pay for it. Mm-hmm. Stay with me. He says, I will pay you for it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make a sacrifice to God for something that didn't cost me anything. So David buys that property and offers sacrifice unto God fast forward in the scriptures and you'll find Solomon building a temple in the same place Mm -hmm. and all of it is Mount Moriah. Right outside the walls of Jerusalem, right beside a hill called Calvary, Mm -hmm. you'll find a place called Mount Moriah. A place that says this, you're either sold out and truly serving God with all that you have or you're not. Mm-hmm. that's what Mount Moriah means mm-hmm. Mount Moriah means sold out that's what it means Mount Moriah means listen it means it comes with a cost that's what it means can I tell you that's good brother can I tell you revival can start when you're sold out amen. at Mount Moriah amen, amen. Yeah. it'll come I promise you it'll come it come for all of them before. And it can come for us here. Amen. Amen. Come get a verse of song. You make with them.